0: let it out
1: okay so we want to alter your mental process and attempt to cause your mental pleasure pathways to regularly simulate your fingers towards pressing some buttons for playing our podcast
0: lofty goals i say we want you to like listening to our podcast
1: sure we want this to be our podcast too and by our, I'm referencing us, with you listeners being part of us.
0: Yeah, we want to bring you news each week and tell you our opinions too.
1: So let's proceed. So, oh, is that uh, is that you? You got it. Yeah. Oh, that was that me or you? <laughs> so let's proceed. <laughs> so let's proceed to let it out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. So yeah, um, we're let it out. Um, it's our third episode. Uh, Sam and I are the leads and. Um, For our third episode, we are also going to be joined by a guest, one of my friends. Um, But to start, um, tragic news. Um, Recently, I heard of it at maybe like 12 p.m. It actually occurred at like 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, Kobe Bryant, um, former NBA superstar, NBA legend, Lakers legend, and so much more died um he was in a helicopter going from i'm guessing orange county but he was going to like the calabasas area of la and it crashed him and four more people were part of the crash and we are dealing with the recent aftermath um to me it's very tragic i mean growing up um i maybe mentioned it before um sports were one of my favorite pastimes growing up, and Kobe was very prominent, very statistically um, popular, I guess. He was one of the best players um, in the NBA, which is basketball, um, like the basketball league.
1: Best player was on, the, was, on the planet. Not just, uh, yeah, yeah. He,
0: he really was. He, yeah. he coined, or people coined the uh, entire Kobe phrase for every time they try to make a balled up piece of paper into a trash can, or
1: whenever they try to shoot anything like into anything, you just said Kobe. exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, it was especially tragic because Kobe is leaving behind his family, his wife, and his daughters, and plenty of people. I believe wow. I believe
1: one of his daughters was on the, uh, was on the in the crash as well.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, very tragic. I read his um, wife was. Elsewhere, his wife was off the plane, but um, yeah. yeah um, so yeah, um, if Sam's right, um, it's even more tragic. Um, but yeah, Kobe was an amazing NBA player. I'm just going to um, read some quick stats on Kobe and why he was so great. Um, for people uh, with some like app towards basketball, might make more sense, but Kobe made 18 All-Star teams, meaning he was like the top um, 15. Like he was top 15 in the NBA 18 times. He won two scoring championships, basically. Like he led the league in scoring twice. He won five total NBA championships. Um, He was one of the best players at his position 15 times. Made 15 All-NBA teams, um, 12 All-Defensive teams. um, All rookie. He only won one MVP. um, Surprisingly. But yeah, during the mid to late '90s, um, through like the 2000s up to like two years ago, well, like four years ago, I guess, Kobe um, was like the most popular, or like one of the most popular, and just one of the best players in the NBA. He's an NBA legend. Um, he died before he um, is going to get to. Uh, make it to the hall of fame but um yeah he's going to make it to the hall of fame and he died before it so it's also tragic um but yeah it's plenty is left to say about kobe and as we get more news um we might tell more of it but um i was very surprised um oh, especially after last night yeah last night um lebron james i um, kind of like the next best player after Kobe, like the player to start playing after Kobe, um, to be like the the best player, like the great player, on um, past him all time for scoring. So Kobe was celebrating last night and early this morning. Yeah, all of us received tragic news of him. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely crazy, and to, and to think it was only—I don't know—it was, it was only forty minutes away for he but the helicopter ride, you know
0: Exactly, you know, yeah
1: It's a 40 minute drive or whatever the case may be But, you know Due to circumstances uh, And mechanical failure, it's just, I don't know I, yeah. I just really can't believe that happened You just You, yeah. you, just, ne- you just never know when uh, When your time is going to come Because you, you exactly. would think I mean, if you were to ask me last week I mean, I, obviously you don't know somebody's going to die But I, I feel like, I don't know I feel like Kobe, yeah, he was
0: only forty-one.
1: Yeah, I felt like Kobe was going to be in our lives for a, a long, long time. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he's even trying to like um, become like a Hollywood star. He was. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. He already
0: won his first Oscar. Mm-hmm. I believe it was like um, maybe like two years ago or so. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So tragic. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I
0: guess my favorite Kobe moment, or like the most memorable moment with Kobe was during like the early 2000s um, when he was playing with Shaq Uh and like uh, him and Shaq were trying to become the best player It led to plenty of drama and um, the Lakers basically picked Kobe over Shaq, Shaq left um, and won some more and Kobe kind of um, dealt with some like uh, seasons of less winning Uh Um, but he eventually found ways to win during like The late, um, like, single-digit two thousands. But yeah, Kobe was like one of the most popular. Maybe um, personality-wise, he was kind of less popular, but um, kind of uh, wore off. Maybe like, like people eventually started to really like Kobe, especially during the end of his career. He started out as kind of. Being perceived as selfish, mm-hmm. but um, nah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about Kobe. I just remember, yeah, uh, because of him, there was many family gatherings. Uh, I was able to hang out with my cousins, family members, uncles, and aunts. we were able to surround the television and just be in awe at this guy, you know. So yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I, I was gonna wait for you.
1: Oh yeah yeah sorry yeah I mean so thanks to thanks to that man for providing. So many memorable moments, not only watching him, but also just, you know, the, the, the crowd that he brought together and the kind of um, communities that he was able to um, create was fantastic all through his, you know, skill of playing basketball and um, all these foundations and all these kinds of things. So I want to see where those things go after he passes. But he was just, I don't know. He's, he's yeah. a very good person. Yeah, well, go ahead.
0: yeah. As far as basketball goes, like as far as, like, being sure somebody's going to make the shot, Kobe was kind of, like, the player for me. Like, just during any game situation, I always felt like um, when he had the ball in his hands, he was going to uh, find some way to score just as well or better, like, than anybody. So, oh, he's just, yeah. was um, a
1: fantastic player Kobe to
0: watch. Was, was, yeah, great at basketball. Um, great man. Great role model. Like, as far as, like, work ethic goes um kobe's work ethic was praised as like beyond belief like so much more than anybody else like mm-hmm. he grew up in italy so like um he was kind of isolated from the american game but um he learned from his dad and uh, yeah like i was saying he worked as hard as anyone
1: yeah yeah, yeah. So my, my one Kobe memory, um, and then we can like end it after this uh, is just, you know, you saying a work ethic is I think I don't know what he was. I think he, he was supposed to be working out or he, he invited somebody to work out with him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he told the person to meet him at 4 a.m. for the workout. Right. And the person showed yeah. the person showed up to the workout and Kobe was already in a full sweat. You know, like he had yeah. already been he had already been, already been working out. And then uh, another another story is um I think I, I, I don't know I don't know if it was like intimidation or something but um I think Kobe was uh th- there was a game like I think it, there was a game the day the next day and then he was just practicing but the 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 opposing team was all, an opposing player was also practicing on the same basketball court right and then yeah. so Kobe was was there um practicing with him and I think Kobe just wanted to stay there and just keep practicing um, longer than the other player right and then the next day I think he dropped like 40 points or something and then he went up to the dude that was practicing with him and the dude asked him is he say, hey man like he's like, you know why were you there practicing so late he's like I was only is I practiced that you know I practiced for that ex- extended period of time because I wanted to out-practice you or something like that. So I don't know. His work ethic yeah. is crazy. That is my yeah. – if, if yeah. we could, if we can apply that to a lot of other things yeah. in our life, we could also be um, – maybe we could also great. be as great as him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I believe he played for 20 seasons. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying before, just an amazing NBA player with so many records. He scored the second most – amount of points in, in one game ever. He scored 81 once. And, yeah, um, yeah. Like we were saying before, people used to just say Kobe. like Kobe, Just saying Kobe, just invoking the name of Kobe um, was, like, plenty. Yeah,
1: right? and, he was, <laughs> and, he, and he's named after Kobe Beef.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, I was that's, wondering.
1: Yeah, that's what his, He said his parents named him after... Uh, the Kobe beef, which is which is great
0: oh, okay. beef, by the way. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, after, like, yeah, we just um, talked on and on on Kobe, and Kobe was great, and Kobe was amazing. We're going to transition t- to more on Trump's impeachment trial. So, uh-huh. it started on Tuesday, like I was saying before, and the Democrats... Um, Like, gave points on why Trump is supposed to get removed from office. Like I was saying, they filed the 111 or so pages with 193 reasons. And um, Trump defended it. And the first three days were given to the House of Representatives. um, For, like I was saying, um, the reasons for impeachment. And they basically just summed it up to um, the abuse of power and the obstruction of Congress parts of the um, filing I referenced before. Like I was saying, we we talked on, and we, like, mentioned it and gave reasons for it on episode two, so you're welcome to go back to episode two. It's probably at, like, minute, like, 12 or 15 or so. Um, But, yeah, um, um, I watched just, like some summaries of it, I guess. I watched some videos of it like after and um, I watched some on Trump's defense and it seemed like the main reasons for the defense um, were um, of Trump lacking the qualifications for the high crimes and misdemeanors part of uh, being impeached, like he's supposed to commit like high crimes or the president's supposed to commit or to get impeached or removed from office the president is supposed to Um, commit worse crimes than Trump committed, and also um, the Republican side like Trump's side Hold on, hold on on.
1: You said that to be impeached you have to commit worse crimes,
0: right? Yeah,
1: yeah So you have to be be more of a criminal
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah
1: (laughs) I just wanted to get that point across Okay (laughs) Yeah so, exactly. he, so he's a criminal, but <laughs> not criminal exactly. enough. <laughs> All right.
0: Exactly. So Sweet. yeah, and also um, the Republican side, like Trump side, like I was saying, mm-hmm. also brought up the Democrats maybe trying to sway votes before election season. Mm-hmm. So Sam, um, well, do you guess mm-hmm. uh, the Democrats trying to sway votes as the reason for the impeachment? Because like Trump's tenure is almost over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. We're like ten months out from it being time for um, an incumbent or Trump to stay as president. Um, so, is the campaign um, of the like the Democratic campaign future? Yeah. 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 Is, is, I, I mean, is it?
1: <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think it's, it's because of the what's it called? It's because of the upcoming election. They had the They had to get enough votes in in the House to even get the impeachment trial. And um, Democrats just recently got a majority of the House of Representatives, right? So it wouldn't have have happened any other way. And (laughs) I believe, I don't know, how how long do um, people on the House serve before they, I believe it's two years?
0: Yeah, Um, I believe so too.
1: Okay. So, yeah, so, you know. Uh, they they had to wait until they had the seats in the house <laughs> to even do anything, right? So they, it's just like right. if they if they could have pulled. So my my answer to that question: if they could have pulled the trigger mm-hmm. earlier, they would have. But they they couldn't. They didn't have the the resources to, yeah,
0: to, to, to like to the to evidence or yeah, yeah. the. No, no, the not, not small the evidence, crimes you, were still being, well, the small evidence, crimes but, were but, being committed. Yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. Before, it was before the finalization Yeah, yeah, but even then, they, they
1: just didn't have the seats in the House that would vote. You know, they didn't have majority oh, okay. of Democrats in the to, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to yeah. vote for it. Yeah. So okay. it's just like, they had to wait. Um, you know, they had to wait till, till they had more Democrats in there, and now that they had majority of that in the House, it's like, this is a perfect time to do it. I mean, it sucks that it had to be, um, at least, you know, in their eyes, it sucks that it had to be um, this late in the game, but... Uh, I, I'm saying if it could have happened sooner, it would. But it's very convenient. <laughs> you know, it's very convenient yeah. that it's happening right now. For that. Yeah, main.
0: exactly. Well, um, I kind of guess it might cause some, like at least attention to be put more onto Trump during the election. Uh, but I doubt it's going to lead to some type of major difference. I felt like um, voters already are getting... Like what they were expecting from Trump, right? Like um, before Trump was elected, um, he was saying he wants to, yeah, make America great again and um, try to build to... a wall. Man, that was one of the... it, it was... exactly, yeah. <laughs> and So Trump was Trump was trying to make plans, and um, he was elected, and so like people kind of already got what they expect from Trump. So um, I doubt Trump's impeachment or his removal from office. Um, I doubt either are going to really sway the voters, mm-hmm. but it at least brings up like political news before the election.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And I one so. second. Um uh,
0: so um I <laughs> okay. I'll just
1: yeah yeah. So I think um what I wanted to say mm-hmm. is if he if he if he does get removed from office, I think he can still run again <laughs> even if he's removed from office.
0: Um, hmm. <laughs> Maybe. I kind of well, you might be right. Um, I feel like I read something like along the lines of you being right. Um, but yet yeah, it's probably it's possible. Less likely. It's, it's, possible. Yeah, it's probably
1: less likely. It's not probable, but
0: it's possible. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, implausible, as yeah. opposed to impossible. Okay,
1: and then I think we should give listeners like a, I don't know. So basically, if if the Senate wants to, basically the, the whole the whole debate is that uh, this is going on right now is, is introducing new new witnesses and new evidence, right? So yeah, uh, that's what's going that's what's going on now. So if the Senate votes to you know get new witnesses and evidence then the trial can go for a lot longer but if this does not happen then we should expect um a vote um for either the removal or the acquittal of 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 the charges on either monday or or tuesday
0: yeah so yeah it's supposed to continue on monday or tuesday Mm -hmm. Uh, I read no it, um, it, should be, the, it should be
1: it should be if, the tri- if, if there's no new witnesses it should be finalized by Monday or Tuesday
0: I read it's supposed to last maybe for the rest of this month
1: I know but I'm, so, I'm saying if, if the Senate votes to not hear any new witnesses oh, and evidence oh, yeah then okay, the trial yeah, the, the, you know. then the trial can go on for a lot longer but yeah
0: yeah if more witnesses are brought yeah, exactly. yeah, to the case so yeah um yeah I Figure the Democrats might try to um, give um, the side of removal mm-hmm. one more time. Um, it might last maybe, like you were saying, um, like two more days. Maybe it might last mm-hmm. um, through the beginning of um, this week. I guess to some people it's Sunday, so um, yeah, it might last through or part or all of this week. But yeah, it's supposed to probably be over um, before mid February. Yeah, or so. yeah,
1: hopefully, yeah, exactly. So uh, hopefully it's over by next
0: month. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, um my guess is Trump is going to stay. Um <laughs> my, yeah, for at stay. least yeah, at least this um presidential election, like um uh, tenure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but um we might see somebody different. I don't know. For, I, think, I think, yeah, I think that. I yeah. Think, I
1: think the most admirable thing to do is just to step down, man. It's like.
0: <laughs> well, it's like he's already made it three quarters of the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so him like staying, um, he might. Well, sometimes people like as they are trying to get out, like presidents, as they try to get out, they try to, um, leave with some type of like lasting impact. Like they might try to. Um, sign some more laws, or mm-hmm. try to get some more laws passed right or maybe, before leaving. So, or maybe, or Trump, maybe, Trump, Trump maybe. I believe Trump is already trying to. I already read some, um, someone like um, waterways, like Trump is supposed to, um, or already passed some law mm-hmm. on um, certain types of uh, water regulations to be removed, meaning water might become um, like less clean, I guess, or less clean waterways uh, might be available, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he, he's already made it so far, and he might try to get out with uh, the last of his wants, um, so I feel like, like either way, is removal always immediate?
1: Say that again?
0: Is removal immediate? Like is no, I don't know. An immediate removal, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's already made it so far. Um, um, I feel like he's going to stay, and I, I guess he's going to stay for... Yeah, the rest of his term, but like I was saying, um, somebody else might replace him soon after.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, mean, that's all I I have to say (laughs) about that topic. I just, we'll just see where it goes. I mean, so Republicans have a majority, and I don't know. This whole Trump situation is just... It's very it's very hilarious to, to watch. It seems like it's it's just this is another he's known for being um on reality T V, right? And it seems like a reality yeah. T V show. <laughs> so yeah, Trump's
0: side is. is um just um basically just using so much less than the Republic or the Democrats. Like the Democrats actually made like an entire um basically thesis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like The Democrats gave so much to the trial, and um, Trump's side is kind of just saying, "Well, um, I'm getting slandered." Like Trump is saying he's getting slandered, and um, he's kind of just like leaving it as like, "Believe me, or be against me." Like it's it's way less. Like Trump's side is giving way less than the Democratic side. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll see, um, we'll at least probably cover the topic one more time Mm -hmm. uh, as it ends or like as more witnesses get brought out and so on. So, um, I feel like we might as well move on to, um, our second topic and our guest, um, Sam, um, any last words or is it cool for us to bring Caleb on?
1: You guys kicking me off? <laughs> Get, well, out.
0: you're gonna stay on, I
1: guess. Kick me off my own show, man.
0: You're you're welcome to stay. I was just saying, on. <laughs> yeah, Caleb,
1: Caleb can
2: come
0: on, man. Okay, so we're waiting for Caleb. I just okay, Caleb. Hey, Caleb.
2: I am here. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, how's yeah. Going?
0: Um, we're we're very glad Caleb is joining our Let It Out podcast. So, um, Caleb is. Um, One of my friends from years back, it's been years since I became friends with Caleb, and we mainly brought him on, or I mainly asked him to be part of our podcast to talk sports. Um, It is Super Bowl time. Um, Last weekend was uh, the championship weekend of the NFL season, so the teams are set for the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are set to play on February 2nd. And um, I'm at least slightly excited. It seems like it's going to be a good matchup, Caleb. Um, any first words on the Super Bowl?
2: Uh, well, well, there's a few things I'm really excited about. First and foremost is just I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's not Patriots again. You yes, know, just yes. <laughs> something I, 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 new I, that's here. That's what I was thinking. Oh, my gosh. I took the words <laughs>
1: out of my mouth. I, I know, agree. Three out of
2: the last – or five out of the last – Six or some crazy number like that. And, uh, you know, at the same time, it'll be sad to see Tom Brady go as it looks like. You know, who knows? Maybe he's he's going to be done soon. But as far as the Chiefs and the 49ers are uh, concerned, what I think is really cool about both of them is uh, in the last year, they were at one point or another in the last year, they were both fully counted out. And I think that even before this season began, uh, I have a good friend of mine. He's a diehard Niners fan. He goes, if you lying to even the first few weeks of September, he goes and told me the Niners would be in the Super Bowl. He goes, well, I, I just laugh at you and wouldn't believe you. There was no reason, even as a fan, to think that they'd be there. And the uh, same goes for the Chiefs. About halfway through this season, they didn't look nearly as dominant as they did last season. And people said, well, you know, this is probably it for them. And it was a fluke last year, just like it's been kind of flukes for other years. And Mahomes was injured and didn't seem like he was going to get uh, – it seemed like the injury was bothering him. So for him to uh, – uh, for both these teams kind of to shock even their own fan base's expectations and, and make it to Miami – uh, I think it's a, a pretty fun and exciting uh, change of pace. I'll be honest. I don't know who's going to win. I think maybe, finally, somewhere, I think the odds got it right, which is, I think, uh, Chiefs by a point and a half. And I, 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 I agree guess yeah. the Chiefs by a field goal or so. Uh, so I'm very excited for it.
0: I agree, yeah. Um, San Francisco surprised me also. And um, it was good to see um, the way they kind of, like, put the team together. They um, basically set it around the defense. They paid Jimmy Garoppolo so much money, uh, years back. It's probably been like three seasons or so when people were wondering, like, is Garoppolo going to, um, bring the team at least to some type of success, like making the playoffs or so. And the defense really pulled through and made the team successful. I feel like some big stories, like some larger stories, I ought to say are, um, the most prominent for like before the game, um, For the Kansas City side, uh, it's Andy Reid's case for making the Hall of Fame, Um, right, Caleb? I feel like he's the seventh most uh, winningest coach of all time, and he already made it to one Super Bowl and lost, uh, but um, it's his second chance. And um, I believe if Kansas City wins, um, Andy Reid's going to the Hall of Fame. Do you agree?
2: Yeah, and you know, something curious about how successful he's been in his career, not only will I think he'll go to the Hall of Fame, but even more uh, probably impressive is that he will go in as the greatest coach that both the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs ever had, you know, and so just be able to just turn around and and be the the guy that got these two franchises together in a transitional period in the NFL, uh, going back to when he first started in the early 2000s and seeing... uh, uh, how much the game has changed, and he's been willing to change with it. You know, he's been willing to implement and learn new concepts. And, uh, he, you know, Patrick Mahomes is kind of the prototypical what everybody wants now out of a quarterback who's a phenomenal passer, but just that incredible athlete while still being a good guy and under, and and low maintenance and not having to worry about, uh, you know, just he, he's smart. He's not going to throw himself into a strong safety or anything like that. And all these things are, are implemented by the same Kansas City Chiefs coach uh, who 15 no, 20 years ago, was it was uh, head coach in the league and, and turned the Philadelphia Eagles around into a, a pretty powerful uh, a team that uh, went to a Super Bowl and lost. But still, it's a uh, very impressive thing for a the same man to be the, the best coach that two
0: franchises have carried over all these years. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. Um, people are already touting Mahomes as like the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, his first two seasons might be the greatest first two seasons for any NFL quarterback. And I also wanted to mention, like, um, Mahomes might be, like, the first young quarterback, like, suspecting Kansas City wins. Um, Mahomes might be the first young quarterback to lead his team, like, to be the star, to lead his team to the Super Bowl. So, like, some younger quarterbacks or some young quarterbacks um, are, like, or were champions before, like, Tom Brady in Roethlisberger, but the team was more oriented around, like, the defense and the scheme and so on. But it seems like Mahomes might be the first, like, young star quarterback to maybe lead his team to the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, it might be great to see um, Mahomes make it to the Super or make it to um, the top of, like, um, the NFL Um, Echelon at such a young age So um, I mean I'm Predicting or I'm kind of like Wanting the Chiefs to win uh, But um, San Francisco winning might Be good too I mean like I was saying before The Garoppolo storyline And um, Richard Sherman's return um, Is probably like The big um, storyline for San Francisco so it might be good For um, them to win Also so um, before we Move on uh, do you want to mention any more Super Bowl points before I um, just bring up more sports topics? I guess.
2: Um, no, I, I think that you know talking about Andy Reid uh, is like that, you know that is. I, I would say one one thing that I would add is how he's uh, uh, he really is a super respected coach. It's kind of just, well, he, he doesn't have a ring, and, and it's kind of a head-scratcher at this point. Why not? He, I would feel like he is significantly better than a lot of coaches with rings. But uh, staring across from him on the sideline will be Kyle Shanahan, who really has a lot to prove. And he is responsible for literally the biggest collapse in, in Super Bowl history, maybe even sports history. Yeah, with he was the, the Falcons. play caller that yeah, against the Falcon, Falcons when they lost to the Patriots after being up 28-3, running the ball five times after, uh, I think they were averaging like eight yards per carry when they uh, – when they went up for that final yeah. touchdown. And, uh, and they were just supposed to, to ice the it. game, so, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. And so, uh, he has a lot to prove, and, and the Niners, have, they don't have that pressure. They have this kind of, nobody expected us. I mean, even at this moment, I still think people say, well, I don't know if they're the best team in the NFC. They snuck in by literally inches, beating the Seahawks at the end. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I think, I think, yeah, we were there. I remember I was watching that game yeah. with you, you know. So, yeah. two teams that lay it all on the line, nothing to prove, no pressure, going for it. Uh, I'm pulling for the Chiefs, but that's only because I'm a Cardinals fan. And I, I, I'll be honest, I don't like anything north of like Santa Barbara any sports. Okay. So, okay. You know, so I'm, I'm really pulling for, for uh, Kansas City on this one. Uh, however, okay. I acknowledge that the, the Niners are an absolutely magnificent team. Very excited to, to watch the game next week.
0: Okay. So I guess I'll give my Super Bowl prediction. I'm going to guess Kansas City gets up maybe 10 points to start the game, and they kind of ride it out and win with the score of 23 to 17. Um, Sam, what's your Super Bowl score prediction? I
1: have no Super Bowl score prediction. I hope the 49ers win, though.
0: (laughs) That's my prediction. for the 49ers to win, um, my final score guess is um, San Francisco 21, Kansas City 17. Caleb, your prediction?
2: My final prediction. I think it's going to be a little more scoring. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the night. Or I'm sorry, the Chiefs kind of jumping out to the early lead, um, and the Niners kind of trying to play catch up, and and the Niners just run out of time. So I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to have a big offensive day. I'm going to go with them winning 38 to 35.
0: Okay, yeah, plenty that's of scoring. That's so that's yeah, um, maybe it'll be great. I mean, last season super bowl was like completely out of scoring like it was it was basically just defense and um three and outs so, i had more
2: fun filing my taxes than watching that game <laughs> uh, well my
0: favorite team yeah is la so yeah uh, being a rams a fan team. made it kind of tough um so yeah um For our second sports topic, I wanted to at least briefly discuss the Houston Astros sanctions. So um, the Houston Astros um, basically were caught for cheating over, well, I guess for the past few years, I guess. Um, They were caught for stealing signs. They were suspected of maybe even giving monitors to some of the players during the World Series and just plenty of games to try to give them an advantage um, against the opponents. And like I was saying, they were caught and they were uh, given sanctions. Um, The general manager and the manager of the team were both given the one year suspension to start. And after they were both let go, um, the team is supposed to forfeit um, first and second round draft picks for 2020 and 2021. The team was fined $5 million and supposedly the maximum or it's the maximum um, for the MLB to find any team. And um, the GM is on uh, baseball's ineligible list. So, um, Caleb, were the sanctions, like, good to you? Like, did you agree with the sanctions? Um, Do you wish more were given out? Um, Are teams going to fear the sanctions and, um, is it going to stop teams from cheating?
2: No, and I think that this is an absolutely disgraceful moment for the commissioner for baseball as well. Uh, when you saw the players uh, interviewed for the first time on the Houston Astros a couple days ago, they were smug. They were relieved. They knew they'd gotten away with it. Um, they knew that you know, not a single player was uh, punished at all. Uh, their title's not vacated. And you know, and they, you know that, the only thing that kind of hurts is losing the first and second round pick. Uh, to a billionaire owner, five million dollars is nothing. Um, exactly. Managers don't really mean much. I guess you could say their general manager getting fired is, is kind of a big deal, but you know, maybe people called him a genius for bringing in all these players. Maybe he wasn't that good in the first place because they were cheating the whole time. Um, right. so you know it is uh, you know me as an angel fan I hope my team never gets caught but at the same time it's like if I'm a, on the team what's if I'm I'm sitting there thinking punishment will never be worse than that why don't I start looking for ways that I can break the rules Exactly well, well, um, yeah. what
1: what president is that set you know <laughs> it's just like Yeah Horrible, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to punish anybody so let's see what we can get away with in the future basically what they're saying
0: yeah exactly i mean yeah, the like you
2: complaining about oh fans aren't watching the game anymore let's uh take away let's make a three batter minimum for every pitching change let's uh let's uh do this uh you, you don't pitch the board pitch walk and all this stuff and shorten the game that's what the problem is but then when you have this opportunity where the fans are just tearing into him ready for him to make a right decision he really box at it uh, I think back to uh, David's, I'm sorry, uh, Adam Silver when he took over uh, as commissioner of the NBA. He wasn't in very long when the uh, uh, Donald Serling issue came up. And everybody kind of was looking at him like, this is your moment, you know, what's it going to be? And he came down hard, extremely hard and appropriately, I think, you know, with, with that whole situation. And since then, everybody's loved and respected him. I think the players and the fans all really like him. And this was Rod Manfred's moment, and he he blew it about as badly as you could possibly blow it. His comments, I think, yesterday were, the fans need to decide for themselves what's going, what about what happened with the Astros, you know. So he has a CBA coming up next year. And I think he, they have to negotiate a new collective bargaining agreement. And he knows that he's in hot water; that the players are preparing to strike if necessary. So he doesn't want to take him off anymore. Uh, it's mindless, uh, pathetic, and really disappointing. But I saw day that Artie Marino, the owner of the Angels, uh, sold uh, 800 tickets to a Dodgers fan club uh, so that they can come to Opening Day uh, and. Uh, boo and heckle the Astros which I think is pretty funny so in my oh, mind wow. I know, yeah. it's pretty funny. so yeah. I will say this in the court of public opinion they've been found guilty and ultimately that's someone that does matter more than anything uh and so I feel kind of consolation about the fact that everybody knows they had a fake championship they want a fake chip and and they're going to yeah. live with that and they're going to be disrespected as that and um the the, the concern beyond that is what are teams going to do now knowing that there's basically no consequences for breaking the rules and so um, you know, the game's changing and it's probably not for a be- in a better way and I don't like what this is done for baseball at all. I don't think anybody does. So, uh, okay, really so, so.
0: So, um <clears throat> is the 2017 World Series going to get vacated?
2: They've already confirmed it's not, but once again okay. it is and it is a uh, And every no one's mind even the astros mind the fans stuff like that like it's fake it's you know i can make a plastic one in my room it's just as real as that one you know so like i said that's the only constellation i can find it's not going to be vacated the commissioners confirmed it so unless something else transpires and we find out something else that changes everything um but ultimately everybody knows that it was they cheated for it and maybe the yankees maybe the dodgers should have been the champs and um you know, the fans are, like I said, losing court of public opinion is, is a good thing and that's important, but how this just ruins the game and just, just kind of just makes us realize that the game is not in good hands. This game is handled by people and, and more importantly, a commissioner that doesn't uh, appreciate, respect the game the way he's supposed to, uh, and really just a, an absolute disgrace. You know, even Roger Hidell wouldn't do something like this or, or treat this really? the way that he did, you know, so, and I think he's pretty much the most, ha- he was the most hated commissioner until, you know, this last couple of weeks, so.
0: Yeah, um, I agree uh, with you. Um, To my estimation, um, I consider some type of postseason ban also, like, uh, good to be added to the sanction. I feel like um, adding the uh, opportunity uh, being taken away, like taking away the opportunity from the team to succeed um, outside of just draft picks, like, make it so, like... um, the team's future success is also um, removed just to maybe equalize it Um, might be good as well. Um, Like you're saying, the sanctions are um, kind of just like um, a slap on the wrist, I guess, like um, $5 million for the entire team and they let go of the cheaters and um, they are just going to continue to live with the, money gained and um, all of what was gained during the World Series and yeah it's I feel like um, it might lead to more cheating or it might kind of stop the the baseballs um, or baseballs the MLBs um, rule for steroids like the three strikes in your out rule um, seem to lessen the um, number of players using steroids so some type of system to make it so um, people might stop like some type of like system to lead to players or coaches or GMs or some type of person with some type of uh, like asset with the game to be banned from the game might be um, part of the way to stop it from going on anymore. So um, I guess we'll just wait. Um, we might wait for um, some more. Um, cheating scandal updates on the Boston Red Sox also. So, oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. is still ongoing. Exactly, so um, I'm ready to move on. Um, are you also ready to move on to the early NFL retirement trend?
2: Yeah, that is definitely something that uh, is worth worth looking at.
0: So yeah, um, over, seems like the past, it's been at least 15 seasons, maybe 20 seasons since um, the trend kind of started. Like Barry Sanders retired early and players like Jim Brown and maybe Gail Sayers also um, retired early. Um, But recently, um, I'll just read some names. Andrew Luck, um, his QBR was over 60 in each of his healthy seasons. Over 60 is like way above average. It's like an A quarterback, I guess. Um, Luke Keekley, most recently, uh, made seven straight Pro Bowls before retiring. Patrick Willis um, was also um, part of the Pro Bowl um, during each of his healthy seasons, or he was like elected to the Pro Bowl for each of his healthy seasons. Navarro Bowman, um, 120 tackles uh, for five of his seven seasons. Uh, Calvin Johnson, six straight 1,000-yard uh, seasons before retiring. Rob Gronkowski, uh, maybe the most dominant tight end ever, and Tiki Barber um, with five straight 1,200-yard rushing seasons before retiring. All players um, outside of Tiki Barber were relatively young, maybe like 30, like basically 30 years old, maybe with um, presumably at least three to five more seasons left to play. Um, all, um, All of the players um, were only two seasons removed from the most recent Pro Bowl appearance. So they were all playing, like, at the top of their game. They were all just, like, uh, one of the best players and were continuing so before retiring. And um, six of the seven were only two re- seasons removed from the most recent first-team All-Pro selection, so being the best at the position they play. So it's um, really surprising to see so many players um, – retire so soon and um supposedly it's for body reasons players say stuff like they want to be ready to be with their families or they want to be ready to um, walk around after football they want to stay healthy and so on um do you feel like the early retirement trend is going to continue or
2: yeah you know i kind of almost I don't want to say I hope so because I love watching football and I I enjoy the game. And obviously, the football is is so not not to the level of of basketball, but it is superstar based. So we really are are super invested in in the teams because of the players. You know, I have my favorite players and I have my favorite uh, all across the league. I don't just root for players on the Arizona Cardinals, I'm rooting for players all over the league and such. But in regards to early retirement, something I think is a huge factor in that is just also the way that salaries are. Uh, consider this, that uh, Antonio Gates, uh, all-world Hall of Fame tight end for uh, the San Diego yes. Chargers, San Diego, I guess, LA Chargers, you know,
0: he was... San Diego, yeah.
2: Did he ever play in LA? I don't know. I thought he did, but... Uh, no. No, he didn't? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But for he was on the Chargers forever, and um, he uh, came to the league in 2014 as an undrafted free agent, made a Hall of Fame career. It'll be an absolute lock. Uh, compare him to Luke Keekling. Who was a linebacker drafted out of Boston College uh, early in the first round in 2012? Um, in in all those years playing pro ball, Antonio Gates making a Hall of Fame career, he made roughly 70 million dollars uh, in just salary, uh, not including endorsements and all that. In just the since 2012, a significantly shorter career, less than 50% as long of a career. Um, uh, Luke Keekly made 60 million dollars so 10 million dollars difference is, is a lot of money but I think when you you kind of realize and start to know that this is taking off years at the end of your life you're not going to function normally for the rest of your life and you know your body something I have realized is just with the advances in medicine and diets and nutrition and stuff like that athletes are able to know their body a lot more than they ever did before and you consider the damage you're going through and you, you know what's happening, and you you realize the cost of exactly what you're doing now uh, in a much more clear way than players in the past. And then you look and realize, hey, I made $60 million. Now, the reason mm-hmm. I mentioned this, two is they retired the same afternoon uh, within okay. a couple of hours of each other.
0: And okay, so um, I apologies, I was wrong. Nope. Um, Antonio Gates played for the L.A. Chargers for two seasons. So he played five okay, total games. Or he started yes. five total games. He played 32 yeah, he played 32 and started five. So, yeah, okay. I apologize. Continue.
2: Oh, no problem. Um, so all I all I was saying was that, like, you know, you, you look at a, a fella who, who has had such a much shorter career, who's still a Hall of Famer. What else do you really want from Luke Kuechly or so? No, he, he played in the Super Bowl, didn't win a Super Bowl, but he kind of solidified himself as one of the dominant linebackers ever. Is it worth it to kind of pursue that mystical chip at the cost of your livelihood and well-being, uh, he can take his sixty million dollars plus endorsements, plus being a pretty bright human being and graduate from Boston College, um, and probably form a very comfortable lifestyle. He does all he is really running for is is a chip at this point. So um, when you realize, you know what? What's more important is a is a piece of jewelry and all that it entails, of course, or a couple extra years at the end of my life. to be, I, I understand at that point, so I'm I'm not really bothered. I feel bad because I realize that these players have have to really. That's a hard decision to leave early, and uh, you get some guys like Tom Brady or even Antonio Gates, for example, who hang in there forever. But then you do have the Luke Kuechly's of the world and Patrick Willis's and such, where uh, all the fame and fortune, you know, and and then they realize like this is coming at a cost that is so much greater than anything I could possibly fathom or imagine. And you look at all the money you've made, and, and just the way salaries are, and you realize, you know what? Uh, time to move on to what's next. So I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't, I don't think less of them. I, I respect people that are able to make that ch- tough choice because it is a tough choice, and uh, I wish them very much the best.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. Um, like to some extent, um, taking care of your body is very important. And being ready for like maybe like 40 more for the 30-year-olds or 50 more years is really important. Um, So, yeah, um, it's too bad to see players leave at 30. um, But, yeah, um, maybe some sort of, like, medical advancement might lead to um, careers of, like, longer-lasting success. So um, I feel like I'm ready to... Ask you some fast response questions, Caleb. Just like, just give me like your fast response, maybe like two or three words, um, and we'll try to get through it. I got maybe like 12 um, topics to bring up. So once you're ready, just say you're ready. I am ready. Okay, so, Jeter, uh, one vote shy, uh, a unanimous Hall of Fame decision.
2: Um, Kind of, it's wrong, but I understand it. I mean, I know it's more than three words, but it is like you got to remember. The guy was never an MVP candidate. He wasn't close. wasn't a great defensive shortstop.
0: Uh, three thousand hits. So,
2: three. I th- mean, I mean, he, I mean, um, he, he is the greatest ever. Five rings, and you know, and such a good guy, which factors in yeah. baseball Hall of Fame differently than other sports. But ultimately, uh, I, it would have been nice for him to be unanimous. I don't have a problem with him not being unanimous.
0: Okay, Zion Williamson's regular season NBA debut.
2: Very exciting, and it was really happy to see you did good.
0: Okay. Kobe saying three WNBA players are ready to make an NBA roster. Uh,
2: what was that? I, I'm sorry.
0: Kobe was saying three WNBA players are ready to make an NBA roster. No. Okay. Absolutely
2: not. It's uh, a silly question. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. I, you,
2: you got to remember that, that the women's national basketball team practices against high schoolers. Okay. I think 12 year olds.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, first female MLB coach.
2: Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm not the best person in there. That's cool.
0: Okay. Eli Manning, um, becoming a Hall of Famer before Barry Bonds.
2: Slam dunk, give us to one. Barry Bonds never should go in the Hall of Fame, just for no other reason than because he's a terrible person. And in the MLB, personality and and that factors in your Hall of Fame case, well, as Eli Manning is a slam dunk first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: Okay, Robot Umpires.
2: Heck yes, please, now.
0: Okay, um, an NBA fan made it onto the Jumbotron in every NBA arena.
2: Wow, that's very impressive. Good
0: for him. Yep, okay. Um, LeBron passes Kobe on the NBA all-time scoring list.
2: Uh, very exciting. I expect him to be the uh, number one on yeah. it.
0: Okay, um, your Gatorade bath flavor, like if you were uh, a coach <laughs> um I like drinking the uh blue
2: the like the bright blue or
0: the white okay, I believe bright blue is called like Arctic or glacier that it's, sounds it's like good. glacier, yeah, glacier Better yeah, yeah. okay cool. um Dodger's getting credit for um, vacated titles.
2: Uh, they Justin Turner yesterday said he doesn't want a fake chip, and I understand that. Uh, I don't think that, it just doesn't seem right. You want you want the experience running out on, onto the field when you win, not being in an office, being handed a trophy. So uh, I don't think they should get it. I don't think they want it either.
0: Okay. Um, Russell Wilson asking Drew Brees to replace him as a Pro Bowl starter.
2: I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, very yeah. Very curious.
0: Yeah, Drew Brees started. Wow. And, That's interesting. um, so, uh, we talked about Kobe Bryant um, to start the show, and um, Sam, you were right. Kobe's daughter uh-huh. um, was also on the helicopter, so tragically, um, she was also um, part of the fatality list. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, um, Caleb, any last like words just for Kobe Bryant?
2: Um, you know, I think he, he hes the person that I point to to demolish the idea that athletes should just shut up and dribble, or something like that, or that they're not smart, or that they're not unbelievably quite close to superhuman beings. Uh, okay, he, he I agree. Spoke five languages and uh, so talented and successful. But also, I love how he t- even after some huge issues, you know, legal issues and moral issues, he committed after that incident in. in in the Colorado,
0: charge,
2: the sexual assault, you know, all that you committed yeah. to being a better father and husband, all that, and somebody that was definitely worth looking up to.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I also agree. Um, Kobe was great, um, we'll miss him, and um, I guess I'm ready to go to topic number three. Caleb, you're welcome to stay with us and discuss the coronavirus, or you're welcome to go. Well, I want you to stay because. I want you to um, tell the tangent, but you're welcome to maybe mute yourself. It's up to you. If, if you well, want, I'll stick around. Um, okay, right. cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, for our third topic, mm-hmm. we want to discuss the recent coronavirus, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was originated or first like found in China, so Wuhan.
2: I believe so. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it was recently found in China, and it also made its way to the United States um, so before um, we kind of discuss it I'm just going to give the definition of coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are like strands of viruses um, and they are just viruses to cause respiratory infections they are like um, people were saying they are kind of pneumonia like um, and they are sometimes or often mild uh, but sometimes they become like deadly or lethal so, coronaviruses were first discovered in the 1960s, so very recently. like It's only been like 60 years since they were discovered. And um, they were um, like an infectious bronchitis virus. Um, they were found in chickens and um, some human patients with um, common cold symptoms. Um, so far, I believe just seven types of coronaviruses are identified or found. Um, so, yeah, it's it fairly like, recent since coronaviruses were found. Um, So the most recent type of coronavirus was, I guess, found, I only heard about it, like, maybe at the beginning of this week or the end of last week. And as of, like, yesterday, um, the number of cases is up past, like, 1,400, and um, the number of deaths is up to, like, 56 over 11 countries. Um, five cases are already um like found throughout the US. Um I believe only two were recently found um in California, um Los Angeles and Orange County, so it's making its way to us guys. Um so <laughs> Not, be careful. Don't say that, um, man. Please. <laughs> yeah, most of the people to die from the virus uh-huh. so far. Um were people with compromised immune systems, like very young or elderly people, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes carriers lack any signs or symptoms. Um, we're waiting for the vaccine. It might take months to years. Um, An infectious disease expert, um, John Lee, um, said it's too late for quarantine, so I'm trying to quarantine. my um yeah, um, be like, like bad, I guess. It, it might... Um, you might just deal with it, like, even with quarantine. So, um, I guess usual cautionary efforts are mi- recommended for prevention. So, just, like, cough on your sleeves, wash your hands, be sanitary. And supposedly the impact might cause China up to $40 billion. So, um, That's a lot yeah. of money. Like I was saying, it, it's making its way to us.
1: Um, it's made its way to uh, us, uh, man. It's, it's here. Yeah. Uh, it's just...
0: Either of
1: you scared. Scared? No, I'm not. I'm not scared. Um, usually, when diseases hit the U.S., like it um, usually handled very swiftly. I think the last couple of diseases um, it was the swine flu, right? And then also, um, funny that it came from China, the bird flu, <laughs> right? Which also spread to the U.S., but you, you yeah, know, I messed
0: mean, up again as Wuhan, yeah, yeah,
1: but, of yeah, but you didn't, you didn't hear any crazy, uh, what's it called? You know, uh, there wasn't any major outbreaks. I mean, but a side note, um, Bill Gates said um, that during his lifetime he expected a higher probability of something like this to happen, like mm-hmm. some mass epidemic or some mass, you know, just just like Ebola happened, um, he, he expected it to happen again. Um, He's talking about some, yeah. I think they asked some questions about mass extinction and, and things that would kill a lot of people. And he, you know, he basically said that the only thing that I could think of that would happen when I'm alive is, is something like this. So it's pretty scary to think about. Like if you think about it and if you want to go down rabbit holes and, and look into the research and the, 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 the projection yeah. models and things like that, it's scary. But am I myself scared? No. I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't think my immune system is, is compromised. So, it, it, worst case scenario, if I get the coronavirus, I should be able to make a full recovery, right? And
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, go
1: ahead.
0: Yeah, I agree. It seems like um, every few like years, like maybe every five to ten years, some type of influenza, mm-hmm. some type of influenza yeah. makes its way through um, foreign countries in the United States and so on. So um, we're just dealing with the most recent type of influenza. And, yeah, um, just be willing to stay safe um, if you feel sick. Mm-hmm. And maybe drink some soup. Like, yeah. like I was saying before, just regular precautionary yeah. ways. And then, I don't
1: know, and also I think with social media, uh, obviously, like back in the, I don't know, like the swine flu and the bird flu. Like us living in the U.S., we never knew, we don't know the true devastation that happened in like third world countries, you know? But, right. but now, yeah. but now with social media, if you look on like your feeds or, or if you have a Snapchat feed or if you just look at all these other kinds of different sources of social media, you'll see that people in China are making a big deal about this. Like you're saying, it was like uh, they're reporting it wrong. There's a hundred thousand people that are infected and all these kinds of things, right? So. Given social media, um, it might seem a little bit scary, but we don't really know what happened with all these other epidemics, you know, like, like the swine flu and the bird flu. <laughs> what, what, what if millions of people have died in China or something because of the bird flu, but they right. just never said anything <laughs> about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, you know, we just, we just don't know. But at the end of the day, given that some people have made full recoveries from the coronavirus already, um, I think I will be
2: okay.
0: Okay, me too. Caleb. Hey,
2: yeah, you know, I I, I kind of reiterate what you're saying. I, I kind of always feel like these things are just like juicy, newsworthy, easy targets for the media to kind of, yeah. kind of cash in on. Because you know, fear sells. Fear sells better than probably anything. You know, so uh, I feel perfectly safe. I'm going to wash my hands after I eat and before I eat and stuff like that. And, um, <laughs> if, you know, if it's time to go, it's time to go. You know, you never know. You could be I could get the the coronavirus and drop dead, and uh, you know, I could. You know, I could be in Calabasas on my way to a game, and uh, you know, so mm-hmm. you never know. Just try to live every life, minute like your next. But I don't see life living. I'm not gonna live my life scared. I'm yeah. not gonna live my life in in fear at all. You know, could be taking a helicopter ride from Orange County to LA,
1: also. What's that? Okay. Yeah, I,
2: I will not be doing that. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, be uh, very much content with the. The very the way that I live. So. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but no, I'm not going to be living in fear for
0: the rest of my life. Exactly. That's, that's how I choose to live. So yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, as totals may like rise, um, maybe for um, our fourth episode, we might um, give just some mortalities and so on. So um, we're like going to expect it to maybe or like we want it to get contained and. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just deal with the aftermath as it's going on, and yeah, we'll be ready to um, present it to y'all on episode number four. Yeah. So, um, so um, the coronavirus kind of leads us right to our extra topic, like our fourth topic, and it's on virtual reality, mm-hmm. and it's on the way the flu shot. Um, keeps people from getting sick, right? Um, uh, so, um, going to quickly try to find it.
1: I can just I can just start while you're while you're
0: looking. Yeah, for go it. for it.
1: Um, I I don't go get the flu shot. I, I just okay. I, I just I've had the flu several times. Um, I grew up in um, Massachusetts in a, in a town called Methuen. And it was, uh, you know, the winters were terrible. It was snow, you know, 10 inches of snow every um, year or whatever. So, you know, a lot of people stayed inside. A lot of people got the flu, right? A lot of, there wasn't a lot yeah. of people outside. So I had the flu. I counted. In my lifetime, I've had the flu 26 times. I've had oh, 20, wow. 26. Not, not, and those were probably. I
0: used to get the flu kind of often, like, mm-hmm. like maybe like eight, maybe like from like six to eight or so. Yeah. used to get pretty sick
1: exactly and since since i was 13 years old so i had the flu from birth till 13 i had it 26 times so i used to catch the flu sometimes twice a year um and since 13 i have not had uh flu i I have not had the flu i haven't had a sickness like the flu so i just i just you know and and back then i don't know how you know i was 13 so i wasn't paying attention to Um, You know, if everybody was getting flu shots, but I I don't know if that's a new thing where they're giving out free flu shots. But my my thing is I'm a a conspiracy theorist to a degree. Right. And people are paying astronomical amounts for health care if you if you don't have insurance. Right. So how are you just going to be injecting people with uh, (laughs) with a free with a free shot? right? <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like You hear these horror stories of people going to the emergency room and getting bills for like $20,000 because they took three, yeah. three Tylenol because yeah. they, they yeah. thought yeah. they were going to die, right? And now you're yeah. telling me I can just walk into a CVS and they're going to inject me with uh, some, antivirus. So, 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 uh, some antivirus or whatever the case may be so um, for free? I, I I don't buy it. I don't want it. <laughs> I just I'm not asking for it. I've had the flu. Okay. I, I survived the flu. Um, this is my take on it. Maybe you know that's just that's just my kind of take on it. So that's my that's my, I, pers- that's my personal experience with it. And I just I just really don't believe that that shot. I mean, I, I know medical professionals have to go and get the influenza shot, but I just don't know what they're putting in me, and I'm not even mm-hmm. paying for it. And uh, so the, that that that's where I stand
2: on it. Um, so I'm just gonna stay yeah, go. inside. Yeah, go for it, Caleb. <laughs> Um, ultimately when it comes to just, you know, like I said, I've never actually even had the flu in my life. I think I had it once when I was like five, Mm -hmm. um, which is curious. I always get cold every year, you know, just regular sniffles or whatever, but I've never really had the conventional flu. Uh, definitely never had one of these super flus or anything like that in regards to, um, just the, the way we deal with it and treat it. You know, like I said, fear makes us do irrational things and fear makes us do things we probably shouldn't. Uh, so you know that's what I kind of try to always see through the fear and realize like, and I, and I hope what people would too is like, hey, just take it easy, just be safe, you know, don't you know if you get sick, stay away from other people and and such, and and don't like say like you said, I, I people will be out there who will be like, oh, you know, I gotta go, uh, I, I'm gonna go, I might be dying right now because I heard this in the news and I can't afford to go to the doctor, but I also really can't afford to die. Uh, and, and make irrational decisions, and I think that's kind of the more the tragedy uh, of it. Apart from people that actually have died, um, so ultimately, I feel I'm a little distrustful of. Hey, get our flea shot here behind this uh, yeah. uh, creepy lawyer's office. You know, like, exactly.
1: Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's like they're everywhere. You see, you see signs. It's like. You know, you know the sign like the wet floor sign, or when people yeah. are, or when people are having an open house, or something like that. Those kinds of triangle signs. I'm seeing these everywhere, right? For flu shots, yeah. and I'm like, well, yeah. well, 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 what do you mean? You guys are just <laughs> you're gonna take me back here and, and just inject me real quick, and then <laughs> and then I come out, and, and then what? You yeah. know? So it's exactly, so, just, it's just like Caleb said, you made, made
0: a great point. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're right. I rarely go to the doctor, and I let the doctor like uh, I was okay with the doctor. Giving me my maybe first flu shot since I was like really young um, recently, um, and like I'm guessing I'm going to be okay. Um, but yeah, you guys are you guys are right. Sometimes people, plenty of people, are really skeptical and making like the um, keep me off of flu shots movement prevalent. Um, so yeah, um, I guess I'm going to um, start to talk on the topic. Um, I also want to bring up the first person um, with the. Uh, Wuhan coronavirus in mm. um, the U.S. is already being treated by a robot. So, um, mm. yeah, technology. And it brings us to our That's topic. It's than the
1: flu. Yeah, exactly, man. Wow. But honestly, we could extrapolate this even more. Uh, we probably don't have time for it. But it's just one, one, one quick tangent that I was um, – I, I, I've been thinking about this for a very long time. It's just like – how technology is taking over every single industry, right? So, I think in the next 10 years, you know, obviously it's happening right now, you got self-driving cars, right? That are quote unquote, not self-driving, but they are self-driving. I think in the next 10 years, when you want to go get fast food, you know, I, I you're not gonna run into uh, a cashier or, or somebody that's gonna prepare the food. It's probably gonna be a robot you're gonna yeah. click a few buttons. And or get the, kiosk. it. the
0: kiosks. The yeah. kiosks are already built. Yeah, right? and Get a perfect McDonald's burger McDonald's and yeah, yeah.
1: And I and I thought I thought in my head that healthcare <clears throat> was one of the few industries where I would want that human interaction. Man, you know, just don't don't yeah. lock me in a room <laughs> with with robots right yeah i I, I thought i thought that was one of the final front uh, not the final frontier i thought that was one of the places where technology would um not be as prevalent because people when they get sick that human interaction is just very uh, i don't know you call it heartwarming yeah comforting yeah exactly and and to to have some crazy um you know, disease or some new disease or something like that, and nobody's even want to gonna get next to you. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it doesn't make me feel great. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is like I, I'm locked in a room. Nobody wants to tell us. Like, what, what, what your, your mind will go into some dark places in those kinds of situations. And I, yeah. I, I thought that um, you know, healthcare and also government and I believe uh, I, I don't know what the third industry was were places where technology would be at least a little bit mitigated and, and not as uh, prominent um but mm-hmm. I, but obviously that's not the case uh yeah given this
0: situation. yeah so yeah i'm just gonna read um some of the story in a desperate attempt to get people to finally take their flu shots a researcher is trying a new virtual reality game and so um part of the virtual reality game uh, basically is of people seeing the outcomes of like skipping the flu shot so they see people getting sick. They see, I'm guessing, people being like bedridden, or people dealing with the flu, and it just like spreading like crazy. I guess, and it's it's part of virtual reality to try to scare people, yeah. like, towards getting the flu shot. Um, yeah. Do either of you guess going through the virtual reality experience as some way to prompt you to feel more? apropos Pro are more like likely to get your flu shot.
1: Um, I'm just gonna go back to what Caleb said. <laughs> this whole fear yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. We, okay. We see it on TV. You know, scared of all these. Uh, you know, people getting sick of the flu. And now it's just virtual reality. so It's in my face. It just. It's like fear. It just keep stop pumping fear into me. <laughs> right. It's, it's, yeah. And and I believe that you know with virtual reality, not whoever created this. It's just another proponent of you know what Caleb was talking about earlier. It's just like oh you know you pump fear into these people's hearts and they're gonna do this right, like acting acting on that emotion irrationally is not it, it never turns out great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just gonna uh, you know so so that's my take. It on keep it like yeah keep like,
0: yourself. Keep going with um, what's working. What's exactly.
1: Well. I mean listen, <laughs> listen. I have you know I've had the flu. I've dealt with the flu. Um, I have not ever had a flu shot, and I am, and I am, and I'm doing okay, right? Um, okay. Maybe I sound naive to doctors and things like that, but that's my state of mind at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But if you keep pushing, yeah. if you keep pushing this narrative of, of you know, look at all this devastation that's going to happen, um, you, you're not, you're not tying into, you're not really, not in parallel in, in our lines of thinking, right? That, that's, that's not the way to get to me <laughs> to get the flu shot right yeah yeah so that's my take on it
0: yeah people speculate people imagine um if it gets too bad people might be more willing to get the flu shot but yeah um
2: but there's very i I
0: mean
1: yeah but i don't know if caleb has anything to say
2: yeah oh you know i was just gonna say i feel like we're in a black mirror episode exactly (laughs) it's it's creepy and strange and and a freaking robot comes into my room and i I already hate going to the doctor and that's a human being you know so yeah um uh, virtual reality, that's what actually really came the until today. I would actually say, you know, one of the things that I've noticed in my industry, I work in commercial insurance, and in insurance industry, is that so much of insurance, for example, is so, um, uh, it's all about, you know, you get your quote online, you might get, I mean, the most personal interaction is you might get somebody that gives you a call, but you see the commercials, you see all these things. Right now, actually, the most successful insurance salespeople are the people that are going door to door, you know? And in thirty years ago, they they weren't because they, well, you know, everybody had to do it Perfect. that way. So the way yeah. the amount of hits you get going door to door might have been okay, mm-hmm. but now it's actually like probably the most effective way of selling insurance is literally walking oh,
0: wow. out of the door because it's shocking. Yeah, soliciting like, is so like um, I guess seen as bad. Well, right? yeah,
2: I mean it's just you know people are just like wow you really this is the most. Personable interaction I've ever had, you know. So keep an eye out for stuff like that. Yeah, Amazon is kind of taking over the shopping industry and stuff like that. But even still, I think that people will always want human interaction. And yeah, some people will I go to a robot to go to the doctor and put on a headset to take a freaking flu shot. But I think always like the the people, the really smart industries going forward are gonna be the ones that still somehow manage to have human interaction. And I really don't think that that's that that you know i'll still say there will always be an amazon or or that'll be a thing forever and netflix or something like that where you can stay at home and have your entertainment but but there is there is going to be a a, uh, shortage and i think people will realize that there's even a cost to not interacting with people uh which is probably gonna be really sad uh you know i i I go too long just being in my office all day, and I man, it affects you. You know, you need to just be breathing in the same air as other people sometimes. So yeah, and I think, uh, that's really twisted, and that's actually really creepy. I'd say that's very, very. Yeah.
1: I think I think there's like an old study. I don't know. I think uh, don't quote me on this, but in medieval times, they, they like they put like five mm-hmm. babies together, and they didn't mm-hmm. interact with the babies at all. Right? They didn't talk to them, and they didn't like mm-hmm. like care for them. You know, they gave them food and you know whatever they needed to survive. I think all the babies died, you know? It's just like, oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, I think it was yeah, so, it, I think like it, yeah, touch and care. Exactly, like yeah. touch and care and, and love and warmth and these kinds of things. Yeah. I, it, I, given the study that I'm talking about, it, it's a human necessity, you know what I'm saying? And,
0: right, yeah.
1: And as Caleb was saying, yeah. Well, I think as we move further and further away from that, it's just really. Um, scary to think of what the world might become in the future because right. even i mean just look at the way the automation is working you can you can walk into a grocery store right now not talk to anybody and do a self checkout yes. right yes. <laughs> and and then or
0: like plenty of yeah restaurants or fast food or um and then your people and then people, your exactly, hey, exactly, or,
1: then people, people think of it right now is uh, you know this is convenient and it it's, uh, it's saving me money and i, I don't want to really talk to people but if you, yeah, it's the same thing that any type of new thing that happens, there's no real studies that go on about it, right? Until until this is in place for like 10 or 20 years and you see the effect that it's having on somebody is, is when people are going to make a justification about it, right? But in my eyes, this doesn't feel like a good idea at all. To just, we're just going to limit all the human interaction that we can in uh, yeah. across the board. You know what I'm saying? It's very, very strange.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, like Caleb was saying, um, human interaction and um, people caring for people is always going to be, at least to my like estimation or my want, popular. Like, I'll always, uh, yeah, as long as people are good, I will always prefer people.
2: Yeah, and you know, there's actually something uh, my own uh, insurance through my work they're trying I don't know if they're trying it out if they're really actually implementing they have this uh cool thing where any doctor's visit for any reason at all there's actually a team of doctors that'll come to your house like they used to mm-hmm. you know yeah. so you'll get a doctor oh, wow. and an assistant and the first one's free so it's like they really want you to use this they really want to implement this where uh I think and that a, a part of that is just how virtual everything is I, I do have on my phone it's called TeleDoc. I can literally just call up a doctor and he, he it's like a doctor's visit but okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'd much rather have a person that's there that mm-hmm. can actually like examine and figure out if everything's wrong. and I think that that'll be something that we'll get used to again is doctor come to your house. you know I, I think it's uh, oh, that'd be great. Uh, a good thing, you know, very exciting so
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I guess we're all against um, flu shots and virtual reality trying to tell us to get flu shots and robots taking over.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, and listen. And I'm. I work in the industry. I'm a software engineer, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I. I. develop applications that get rid of people's jobs <laughs> and they limit human interaction. Right? Um, yeah. I guess in the automation industry, it's okay. But given that I know the code and you know how how things are working and things like that, it's just like. I try to, like, I don't have the latest phone. I don't have the latest, I I don't don't have an iWatch. I don't want anything like attached to me eh, or or, or any kind of thing. And then I just feel like technology is moving too fast for society to realize the devastation that it's gonna cause in the future. Um, Yeah. And I think that's my final um, opinion on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All good points. Um, before we try to like wrap it up and get going, um, we're on the cusp of the Grammys for 2020, and I want to read um, the albums of the year, and I'm going to ask y'all, like, did you listen to any of them? Because I listened to maybe two, um, so I'll just start with um, number one. It's It looks like it's I.I. I, uh, by Bon Iver. Did either of you listen to it?
2: Nope.
0: Okay. Um, Lana Del Rey's... Um, looks like Norman fucking Rockwell.
1: What's Norman fucking Rockwell? Yeah. <laughs> that was his na- That's his name?
0: The album. Yeah, no, Lana
1: Del Rey is oh,
0: the singer of oh, the oh, album. Oh, yeah. Lana <laughs> Del Rey sings.
2: <laughs> it's
1: okay. I thought that was... Okay. Good, and I haven't heard it. I mean,
0: no. Okay. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Uh, Billie Eilish.
1: I have not
0: heard it, man. Okay. Thank you. Next, Ariana Grande. I listened to... Yes. It. I'm pretty sure I listened to some of it. I listened to some of it. I listened to some popular songs. For
1: that my, ex- my ex-girlfriend listened to it
0: a lot. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, I used to know her. Um, her. Probably my favorite album. Uh, like, 2019, I guess. Mm. I listened to it. Or at least parts of it. Did you? I did not. Who was okay. the artist on it? Her.
1: You should have recommended it to me, man. If it was your favorite,
0: yeah. Um, seven Little Nas X, or Little no- Nas X, I ought to say. Little Nas X. The, the,
1: the the song is the, co- the album is, the album ca- is called, 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 seven? called Seven. Oh, I yeah, just, I just know and it. it. Little yeah, X. Yeah, I just know him for a song. Um,
0: yeah. Is it? Old Town Road. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay.
1: I haven't heard the um, album. I didn't. I mean, after I heard the song, I <laughs> wasn't inclined to listen to the album.
0: Okay, Caleb. Okay,
1: because uh, I love
0: stuff,
2: you. Y- What's oh, that? Go
0: for it. Go for it. You you heard little or Old Town Road maybe?
2: Oh no, I oh, I, I was just saying of so far of of all those the only album I've actually listened to wire to wire is Lana Del Rey's. I actually kind of like Lana Del Rey.
0: Okay, okay, cool. Because um, I love you, Lizzo.
2: I know,
1: the song off of the, I know the song of the the song of album. She has a, a popular yeah. song that I've heard snippets of. I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole thing.
0: Okay. Same, well, this is my first time hearing of it. Okay, and Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend.
1: I hate to say it. I don't mean to sound ridiculous. I don't know what that
0: is, but... So, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, we're all music fans, and we're like 30, so... Yeah. Um, music music kind of gets different once you... Past like maybe like twenty five. So. I, I listened to I listened to some songs, um, and maybe only one entire album, um, hers album. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh well. Um. I just found out mm-hmm. the Grammys are supposed to be on tonight. So I just found okay. out at like, probably like twelve yeah. or like one. I found out.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Um. So w- this is a prediction of who's gonna win.
0: Or i was just asking like did you listen to them
1: oh okay all right yeah, i'm not a big um not a big uh i don't know what the thing is for like awards fan i'm a awards show person oh yeah you
0: know okay same yeah yeah i, yeah, like, I usually yeah, just read i usually just read like i mean reading it is quick i usually just want to get like the winners and yeah and, yeah. The,
1: yeah and the basis of that is i just think the whole thing is rigged anyway. So, i mean most yeah. of the st- most of, <laughs> most of the stuff that they're thinking of the, of the winter, so it's not anything that I really like, <laughs> you know, so it's, okay. it's, yeah. not, it's not really worth the watch, you
0: know. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're getting kind of long on time. Um, we're at so one, usually...
1: one hour and 20 minutes.
0: Okay, yeah, exactly. Like, I want it to stay, like, right at, like, maybe, like, yeah, like, 120 or so. Yeah. So um, um, we usually end with... Our tangent section. Our tangent section. That was not. Like was that was not before. the
1: Grammys. That was not the
0: tangent. Right. Our tangent is going to be kind of different. Um, um. And it's going to be um, Caleb's turn. Caleb, it's your first time, and your time to um, give your tangent. Um, it's kind of. It's kind of different, Caleb. Um, you're welcome to like kind of just go for it.
2: Okay. All right. So. My tangent is going to be a, uh, a story about a man. Uh, this man is, uh, uh, so a man walks into a bar. It's one of those stories. A man walks out into a bar and he sits down at uh, uh, the bar top and he looks, uh, he orders his beer and then he looks to the end of the bar top and he sees somebody sitting there. This man that was sitting there and he has this giant orange head and he's just looking solemnly into his drink and he's like, whoa, what in the world? That guy has a giant orange head. So he asked the bartender, he goes, so uh, what's the deal with uh, that guy? He goes, oh, my goodness, it's an amazing story. If you buy him a beer, he'll tell you. So he goes, oh, okay. So he sits down next to him and goes, hey, man. He goes, let me guess. You want to know? He's like, yeah, I want to know. What's the story? He goes, well, basically, this is what's happened. What happened? Uh, I was walking along the beach one day, and uh, I stubbed my toe in the sand. And I looked down in the sand, and I saw something sticking out, and it was uh, something shiny. So I pulled it out, and it was, uh, it was a lamp, like an old-school lamp. And uh, so I rubbed the lamp, and all of a, sudden a genie popped up. And the genie says, uh, uh, thank you for freeing me from my imprisonment. I've been in prison for 10,000 years. Out of gratitude, I will give you three wishes. And uh, the man goes, oh, man, this is fantastic. Well, uh, for my first wish, I hope to be uh, infinitely wealthy. And suddenly he had uh, hundreds of dollars of bills falling out of his pockets. He got rings on every finger. He has uh, uh, a man in a Rolls-Royce comes pulling up and hands him a D to a mansion in the Beverly Hills and the keys to the car. And he's just loaded in cash. And he's like, wow, this is great. And the genie says, all right, so uh, wh- what's your second wish? He goes, well, I hope you're married to the most beautiful woman in the world. And suddenly the ocean parts and this uh, absolutely gorgeous human being, is, uh, it looks like a goddess, comes walking out of the ocean. Uh, and he sees her, and they fall in love, and they, the genie marries them in a big ceremony right there on the beach, and uh, everything's good. And so, back at the bar, the man uh, who who, uh, who had sat down had says, "Okay, what well, what what happened?" He asked the other man, he goes, how did you end up with a giant orange head, as well as my third wish?" He's like, "Your third wish? What happened?" He goes, "Well, this is probably where it went wrong." He goes, "This is what I said to the genie, I said, genie, for my third and my final wish, I wish for a giant orange head." <laughs>
1: What do, you, what do you mean <laughs> okay.
0: okay so the first time i heard caleb's um like big orange head story or joke most people were silent so it's good <laughs> you laugh sam from what i
2: understand the psychology behind it is that if you were expecting like it to be inappropriate or like play on words or something you're not gonna think it's funny that was hilarious just kind of expecting <laughs> yeah whatever,
0: i was yeah i was you're Just kind of expecting
2: whatever like okay well what's it gonna be you know apparently you think it's funny at that point you know but... <laughs> He just wanted a giant orange head, man. <laughs> just
1: wanted a giant
0: orange head. Okay. Um. Excuse me. I'll be. I'll be right back. Um, just give me one minute, all right? Okay. So, um, we are basically through uh, episode number three of Let It Out. We are very grateful for Caleb. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, Caleb. Um. You're welcome back. Um. I guess at any time. Um, we'll maybe ask you. Um. As long as our podcast like does well. Um, As long as we get, like, viewers or listeners or so on. So, um, yeah, um, I guess I was just going to wrap it up with saying, um, like, just to recap, um, tragic story for Kobe Bryant. Um, We'll be praying um, for Kobe's family, um, Kobe's fans, Kobe's friends. And so many more people, um, we're going to be, um, I guess, um, like just at least dealing with it for some time. And, um, Kobe was so impactful and so great. We're going to, um, miss Kobe and we're going to, um, at least, um, be ready to like pay tribute. Um, so yeah, tragic Kobe story, um. We're going to be probably discussing the impeachment trial for episode four, um, and we might give updates on the Chinese Wuhan coronavirus. And so, yeah, we're just we're just ready for more episodes. Yes, um,
1: and hopefully, yeah. and hopefully by next week I'll have a logo for. I've been slacking yeah. on that. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're
0: waiting for. For yeah, our logo. Um, I started the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted some artwork. Like I felt like it was too early since we were still waiting for artwork. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Now okay, we'll be like, were you gonna have a post Super Bowl podcast. Or how is that going
0: um, maybe yeah.
2: yeah. That stuff really well. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'll work on I'll work on more stuff for the podcast. Uh, hopefully for next week we'll have um a little bit more substance. <laughs> Uh, but i feel, I feel like, like it i feel like that no, no a, a, a substance, sub, substance. Su- no, su- no substance in terms of like artwork <laughs> for oh yeah, th- yeah. things things yeah. not related to uh, the podcast is great uh, yeah. uh, but i'm yeah. talking about um things that, that make us look like an actual podcast
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah i feel like we're improving and uh, we want to get better and we want you uh listeners we want you all as listeners to give us more feedback Yes. Um, more ways to improve. Um, give us suggestions. Like, we want it to be um, in us as a podcast. We want more guests. We want more people to just like give us topics or some extra topics, maybe. And yeah, we'll try to get better.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: Yeah, All right, yeah I'm ready to sign off. Yeah, we're
1: at the 127 mark. Thank you, Caleb, um, yep. for Same coming for on the show. And, um, Thank you so much for having me. I
2: look forward to listening to podcast every week. All right, perfect. Yep. Thank you, I appreciate it. Great, great. That's
1: great. So, yeah. we got one listener. Can you believe it? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, I, I, know, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay, so this so, yeah. this should be up tomorrow. Um, but thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll see you yeah, next same week. For
0: me, y'all are awesome. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Wait. Well, since it's Grammy season, I figured y'all ought to listen to one of my favorite songs from twenty nineteen, hers hard place.